Creative Studio Academy, Semester 1, Session 10. Welcome to the Creative Studio Academy. This is the podcast to help you learn and explore how you can start and improve your skills with online content creation. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I will be your guide on this journey. Welcome back to the Creative Studio Academy. I'm joined today by Doc Kennedy, who is a filmmaker and podcaster, come to share his expertise and his story with us to help us be able to gain some better insight into working with video. Definitely glad to be able to have you. And so um, I was excited when you mentioned the fact that you work with video and you'd be willing to come on and be able to share some of what you know. Uh, to be able to help the um, help everybody else be able to gain some better insights there and be able to improve or to uh, maybe inspire someone to get started in video. So uh, why don't you go ahead and start by sharing a little bit of your story? Yeah, so I've loved film since I was a little kid. One of my earliest memories is walking out in the living room and seeing my folks watching MASH. And I, I was just, you know, I've just always been enthralled with motion picture. I, even the other day, I sent out a, a tweet. I just said, "Isn't motion picture amazing?" Because I'm watching, I'm watching somebody actually walk across the screen, and that stuff excites me. I just love it. It's, it's amazing. So I, I've loved it since I was a kid. Uh, didn't follow the dream until later in life, um, depending on, I guess, what age you are. But for me, it was later in life. And uh, so I've been doing video and live production for the last four years, four or five years, and I absolutely love it. Can you tell us a little bit more of your story as far as some of the things that you've done? Oh, you actually want to get to know me. <laughs> my, my bad. I sort of cut that off there. Yeah. So I've been uh, doing live production uh, for a live, uh, a live. Yeah, it is live. That's how live production works. Um, for a large church that uh, we broadcast around the world. And I started out, <laughs> this, is, this is how I started. I, I, so I volunteered. I walked in and they said, okay, here's going to be your position. Just sit in the corner and you're going to hit start. The director says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you when. And you hit start when I tell you when, and you hit stop when I tell you when. And that was to start the live broadcast and to end the live broadcast. And that was my first position. And like, I had no clue otherwise. But I remember the first time. So I, I hadn't, I really hadn't ever played with a, a camcorder or anything growing up. We didn't have that around. And I remember the first time that I jumped on one of the cameras, not literally. I went to use one of, the, one of the cameras there, and I just knew I was home. I just knew that that was what I was going to do. So I worked my way up. Uh, in two years, I went from not having a clue of anything to becoming one of the directors. 
and you know it's just been awesome the ride and and uh so that's on the live production end uh for video production uh a good friend of mine he took me alongside mentored me and uh really just got got me going um i don't like to feel like i have to have my hand held in stuff i like to try to figure stuff out um I just don't like to chew up people's time. Uh, if I know that I can get around it, I'm going to try to not chew up people's time too much. So I've spent a lot of hours watching YouTube videos, watching training videos on video work, on cameras, all that stuff, and really just educating myself because I never went to school uh, for this or for anything else. and so this was my education and for me one of the biggest uh so there I, I would say there was two monumental points for me both in live production and in post-production the live production i was just starting to direct and the guy i worked with uh that is the manager of of the media department there he, you know, we were still in this gaining trust phase and we had this large uh, memorial come up that was actually going to be uh, picked up by the local news outlet and streamed across the country. It was, it was a very big memorial. And because there was so much tech going on, Josh, the guy I work with, he said, uh, Doc, I want you to direct this because I he had to work with the news crews and all that. So I, I direct this memorial that was being broadcast uh, across the country and around the world. And that, that was huge for me because then anything after that wasn't, there wasn't anything I could do that was going to be bigger than that for, for that live production. So everything else sort of fell into place. And I was like, man, I can... I can take it all now. So that was huge. And then the other one was, um, I made a, uh, I had a lady approach me about making a documentary. She was doing a talk and she needed a video to open the talk. And we only had a few weeks to make this. And I never recommend taking that short amount of time, but we made it work. And I carried the, the production all the way through. And that was the first time that I had done that. And I, I'm really proud of that piece. It's done a lot. It just hit 10,000 views on YouTube. And I know that's not a ton. It's been sitting up there for about three years now. But the subject matter uh, was on human trafficking and, and prostitution and the effects of people, the effects on women in that. So it's a very uh, heartfelt subject, you know. And um, so I'm proud of that piece. But that... that gave me the confidence that, Hey, I can make a movie. And I, I did it, you know? Uh, so those, those were both two big parts of my story that really helped, uh, take me to the next levels. Nice. Now, of course, this isn't all about, um, pimping your services for everyone to come, but <laughs> uh, of course, I mean, I'm sure that yeah. you wouldn't be opposed. Josh, <laughs> 
Josh, should you be saying pimping when I just told you that I did a movie on trafficking? That's that's very true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so insensitive. Uh, I, I I get in trouble with that kind of stuff from time to time. Um, but anyway, so I love having fun with you. Oh, bro. Yeah. you're great. Um, which by the way, maybe we can mention that uh, you have uh, a past with stand up comedy as well. So um, that that kind of filters yeah. through and um in some of this so yeah yeah sorry once you're funny yes. you're funny there's nothing i can do about it <laughs> well we'll try to get over it and, and there's so. people out there they're rolling their eyes right now yes. oh, just get to the yes yeah, so um so why don't we go ahead and um dive in a little bit deeper um because uh there's obviously uh some people that would like to try to do this their own they don't know what to do um they don't know exactly what they need uh, to be able to do it. Um, so maybe you can kind of give a little bit for someone kind of starting off with that as far as some of the uh, maybe equipment or some things that they need to keep in mind even before they get equipment or uh, or what would your uh, recommendations be? My recommendation for is first identify what you want to do. What's your objective? Who's the same at? Is this the type of video that you want to have professionally done? Or is this something that you just want to get some content out? Identify that because that'll, that'll help you figure out if you need to hire a crew or if you can do it yourself. And you can save a lot of time and effort by figuring that out. Now, um, as far as uh, purchasing equipment, obviously there is a wide range of options out there. Um, what would some uh, some things that people could consider um, if they were to, um, assuming that they're going to try to do it on their own, what would something yeah. be okay. that they could look at? If you're going to try to take this on yourself, make sure that you're not so obsessed with equipment that you forget about your story. I I would make the focus first map out the story that you're going to tell, write a script. There's free software script out there, uh, uh, screenwriting script software that, uh, you can, that you can download and use, or just write it out. Just write a little, anything, just write it on paper, whatever, just write out a game plan of what you want to see on screen. Maybe even use other videos as a guideline of, Hey, I want this. I want my video to sort of look like this. From that, you can figure out what you're going to need. So um, the as far as gear goes, there's a lot of inexpensive cameras out there that do high quality. Uh, they, they really give a high quality feel. Um, I like to use Canon products myself. So I have a Canon 60D, which I bought body only, no lens, for $1,000 uh, three years ago. And now you can get that same camera body only for about five ninety nine. So it's very affordable. And also it, it does stills. So you can do high quality pictures as well. I always recommend Canon because they're reliable and they do a pretty good job of holding their value. And you'll, you'll see other cameras out there that, um, the Canon 7D, the um, pretty much from the 7D 
down. Anything that's 18 megapixels, which is what the the uh, 60D is, uh, they're going to same shoot the same video quality. So just look for that. You know, look for higher megapixels, which will help your image become sharper, and uh, you'll be good to go with with that. Um, you can use camcorder. You can use iPhone, depending on what you want to do. Um, there's I was telling Josh off the air. There's contests out there for films that are shot and edited with just an iPhone. And that's not bad. Uh, as long as you turn your iPhone to the side, that allows it to shoot 1080, which is a, a full screen HD. If you're shooting it, holding it straight up, like you would you're, if you're talking on the phone, then it's going to shoot it in an SD format and that will make it boxed and not look so good so there's options out there i say i always say use what you have start with that use what you have and then start to graduate towards bigger and better things now what are some things as far as editing because usually if you uh shoot a video you you're probably not going to get 100 percent perfect um just by uh one shot um, or maybe you, it's good enough, but there's uh, some excess that needs to kind of get trimmed here and there. Um, but so, so we need to try to edit a little bit. Um, I know that people can get um, uh, go OCD on trying to edit and try to get it perfect as far as that. But uh, obviously, we can. <laughs> I suffer from that. <laughs> yeah, I, I could fall into the exact same thing. And so, so, so for me, I either have to do all or nothing. Um, but you know what? You you bring up a good point there because you can get OCD on that. And I learned uh, from Josh Ham, who's been one of my video mentors uh, and one of my just mentors in life. He's he told me, you know, at some point you just have to say good enough, and that that's true. There is a point where you just have to say good enough. Uh, I believe it was Da Vinci who said, "Art is never finished; it's only abandoned," and that. Otherwise, you'd be working on it forever. Now we can. Uh, <laughs> we're probably not going to get into the details of editing and and things like that to consider with video because I know it's a lot different than uh, or, or more complex than editing just audio, um, which is what I'm mostly used to. But um, but but maybe there's a a program that you can think of that that you've used uh, that you can recommend for people as far as trying to do that. So they they shoot this video and. Um, and so how, how is the way that they could be able to edit that, uh, fairly simply, uh, to be able to get, get it done. So be able to do that. So I, I use Adobe products and Adobe has, I, I have, uh, Adobe 5.5, which includes premiere after effects and Photoshop and all those, um, they have since gone to a cloud. So you actually rent it per month. And last I had heard it was like 50 a month. I'm not sure exactly where it's at now. That's an option. That definitely works for PC and it works for Mac. And um, Final Cut's available. It's out there. Uh, Final Cut sort of took a dive when they came out with their uh, Final Cut 10. But it's definitely an option. There's Sony Vegas, which I haven't used um, 
And then there's also, uh, if you have a Mac, you can use iMovie. Try to cut it that way. Uh, again, depending on what your desire is to learn and grow, I mean, this might be the type of thing where you shoot it and you hire somebody to edit it or you hire somebody for the whole project or you decide to take on the whole challenge yourself. It's just going to be a lot of time consuming because I'm assuming that I'm talking to somebody that is just starting. So it's going to be a long process of learning this stuff. It's definitely doable, but make sure that it's time well spent, that you're investing your time the best way that you can. Um, because in the end, it might be better to let somebody else take on some of this. Right. It comes back to that old balancing act of it's either going to cost you time or it's going to cost you money or some kind of balance in between. Yeah. Well, I was working... I've been working with a client that, you know, that I throw out a price and I'm thinking, you know what, this price, it may seem a bit steep, but it's going to be a lot more expensive if either you try to do it yourself and you fail because you miss out on the time and your efforts or you hire somebody else that does a lousy job and you end up losing financially. So either way, um, you know, I, I, I think you have to look at it from the investment standpoint of time and money and what's going to work for the long haul. Right. And then, uh, as you mentioned before, that kind of uh, your decision can hinge on what the purpose is behind what you're using it for. And so um, if you're just going to have a quick little video that you're just going to share with uh maybe put it with a blog post or something like that and you're not necessarily worried about super high quality you, you don't want to go out and necessarily pay a whole bunch of money to have somebody take care of that for you um so so yeah so it's just something the way way in there and so i i'm actually um fairly new when it comes to working with video i've done some um but i've never really jumped in and tackled it too much myself Part of it is I don't want to film myself in that. I, I can film other people probably and try to work with it. Well, I would throw out also, I will say that the difference between pros and amateurs will always come down to lighting and audio, and mainly audio. Because if you watch YouTube videos a lot, you'll hear uh, very, very poor quality of audio. And that shows that they didn't know what they were doing on the audio end or they just didn't have the right equipment. And if you can make your audio sound crisp and clear, that'll separate you from the Yeah, masses. I've heard that before. And also the lighting. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. So, yeah, the audio quality and the lighting. And so, yeah, the uh, you were talking about the lighting before that you were trying to shoot something and where you were at, um, the lighting just was so yeah. bad. It was actually in my place. <laughs> the The lighting's horrible in my place, and I don't have a, a lighting kit in my apartment. So, I, I, uh, I also have a, a blog and podcast that I do outside of video production. So I was trying to shoot a little video for that, and I was telling Josh off the air that I 
decided to use my iPhone and purposely make it look like it's an iPhone video because I want to separate that, make it very clear that that was shot with a phone. I didn't try very hard. I got the content out. And for me, that's, that's a better format for me than writing, than trying to write a blog post. So I'll throw out a little video with my thoughts on whatever I'm talking about. But then my video production, uh, that site, that's got the stuff that I've tried, you know, and uh, you, there's a distinct difference between the two. Uh, now, you mentioned that you had a couple uh, suggestions where people might be able to get some more information or resources that they wanted to try to dive in a little bit deeper and learn a little bit more about um, doing some video. Uh, can you share a little bit? Some of the people and and places, sites that have helped me a lot. Uh, one was Vimeo School. And then there's a site called nofilmschool.com. And they've got a lot of great content as well. Also check out Philip Bloom and he's got some great stuff. Um, I will have links to this stuff, but I, I think the... Again, I'm just, and I know I sound like a broken record on this, but you got to decide that it, because really video is one of those things that you better be all in or all out. And it, because the time commitment is a lot and you're going to, you're going to find that out as you go into it, but um, make sure that in pre-production, you've got a, a complete game plan laid out as to what you're going to do, when you're going to do it. And that'll help you a lot. Uh, just make sure that it's it's something that you want to take on because the the learning curve is a big one. Very nice. Well, I appreciate the time that you spent and uh, be able to share uh, this knowledge with us and your experience. Uh, be able to do yeah. that. And so, if people have questions, I, I, I'm open to answering whatever questions you might have specifically. Well, awesome. Well, how can they be able to contact you then? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at docKennedy37. And you can also check out my video production site, which is filmmakerdoc.com. Very nice. And we will have links to that in the show notes. So you can be able to head over there and be able to get all the links, get the information that we had there. Um, and so we were discussing this before, talking about video in an audio format um, is a little more difficult than, um, than if we were to try <laughs> to actually do a video to talk about video um, or even try to... Um, do it in a, a some sort of a tutorial or whatever, and so. But we'll try to have some resources in the show notes as well that can be able to help you with that if you're interested in trying to improve or even get started in video. Well, I love what you're doing here, Josh, because it, it's simplifying things that could be tough, and so I think this is going to be a great thing for people to find the resources that they need to make the products that they want. Yeah, and that's to. exactly my uh, my goal in this um, is because there's all kinds of resources. You mentioned about the fact that as you got started that you were you watched um, hundreds of YouTube videos trying to learn and be able to perfect the, uh, the video skills that you have so far. And uh, I do the same thing with blogging and podcasting as I listen to hours of podcasts a week 
so I can be able to try to improve what I'm working on. Um, and so there's all kinds of resources out there. So my goal is to try to grab all these different resources, pool the information together and try to put it together in one place so that people can be able to come and be able to find them easily. And so pulling the same thing here with video. And so I definitely appreciate. I, I'll be a little bold with this statement real quick before we leave that I, 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 uh, the church that I'm part of, we, we've, uh, done some church plants and I'm in charge of putting a team together at one of them and doing the video end there. And it's been tricky because it's one of those things that you either have it or you don't. And you got to have some level of want to with it. You can't just say, yeah, I'd like to make a video and, but you don't really have the technical side or you don't have the storytelling side or whatever, you know, uh, if it's not in up your alley, let, let somebody that does have it up their alley, be, be the one in charge of it because you want to ultimately display yourself as professional as possible. And it'll reflect in, in what's shown on your site. Uh, video is by far the, the biggest hits online. So this could be the make and break on your page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good point. Very good point. So I'm not trying to to well, discourage no, people, but I'm just right. Being yeah, so about it, it. yeah, you definitely want to be able to have all the information you can be able to realistically look at what what you're facing. Um, and so, and I, yeah, I'm not trying to to make myself look like all that. I'm I'm far from that, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, I do feel like I've got some gifts in there and I don't have gifts in many other areas. You know, God just threw me a bone with this one. So, you know, <laughs> there's so many other things I wish I could do, but I can't, but I can do this. And just like somebody else out there, maybe they can't do videos, but they, they get to do other things in life. Okay. Well, uh, you don't have to play yourself down so much, but um, as 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 I try to emphasize on here, none of us are the complete expert, uh, but none of us are the complete beginner either. And so, um, and those things that we're low in, someone else can be able to help raise us up. The things that we're better in, we can help raise other people up. And so, that's kind of my role here is uh, both as teacher and pupil, so I can be able to help pass on the information that I learn as I get it be able to pass on to those that are coming behind. And so I encourage everyone here to do the same thing as well. And so for each person that comes to the website, each person that listens to the podcast to, to share in this. And so maybe you'd know a little bit more about video than what was shared. Uh, definitely encourage you to go ahead and go to the show notes and be able to leave a comment, um, help us be able to gain a little bit more. Uh, if you're interested, you can even try to contact me uh, there through the website to uh, even be a guest on the show to be able to share your knowledge that way as well. If you'd like to access the show notes, you can go to creativestudio.academy slash 1-10. That'll have all the information that we talked about today, including the resource links that Doc mentioned there toward the end. And so I would definitely recommend being able to do that. Also, if you would, you can leave some comments at the bottom of the page there and be able to uh, give us feedback as far as how this has helped you or maybe you have additional tips that you would like to give for people that are just getting started with video and so I know that others would definitely 
enjoy that. I know I would as well as I'm trying to dig a little bit deeper into video myself. And so I do recommend also that you can go to creativestudio.academy slash iTunes to be able to leave a review for us. And so there have been several that have done that already. And I made mention of that last session. And so there are several other people since then that said that they did that, but I haven't been able to go on there to check that out yet. And so when I do, I will definitely mention them and so or mention you if you go there and do that as well. And so I hope that you'll take the opportunity to be able to do that, to be able to share this podcast with others so that we can all be able to work together to be able to do a better job of creating content online. And so with that, we will go ahead and sign off and we'll see you next session. Thank you.